This is the Lions Unchained podcast, where the shackles of your mind are broken. It's not for the faint-hearted, but the chosen few who've embraced the call to leadership, dare to venture where others will not, and believe in God's supernatural power. Join Carl Joseph now for a life-changing word. Get ready to be unleashed into your destiny. There is a strange movement today that seeks eternal life without going through the Savior. This movement seeks to utilize the very latest technologies to enhance man under the banner of transhumanism. Now, why on earth is a pastor even talking about this in the first place, you might ask? Well, let me tell you, like I said before, no topic is off the table, my friend, and especially topics that attack the divinity of Christ and provide false means for salvation, only sending men into eternal damnation. Those topics I will talk about, and unfortunately, transhumanism falls into this category of falsity, as you will soon find out. Now, Mr. Buckminster Fuller was famous for creating the knowledge doubling curve, and he noticed that until 1900, human knowledge doubled approximately every century. By the end of World War II, however, knowledge was doubling every 25 years. But today, friend, things are not quite as simple, because different types of knowledge have different rates of growth. For example, in the case of nanotechnology, knowledge is doubling every two years, and clinical knowledge every 18 months. On average, human knowledge today is doubling about every 13 months, according to Fuller. But according to IBM, the build-out of Internet of Things will eventually lead to, get this, the doubling of knowledge every 12 hours. Friend, this rapid acceleration in knowledge and technology was spoken of in the Word of God by the prophet Daniel in Daniel 12.4. But you, O Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end when many shall go to and fro and knowledge will increase. Some scholars believe this knowledge not only refers to all knowledge available to man, but knowledge of the true Savior Jesus Christ also, and I believe this interpretation has merit. So what exactly is transhumanism? Perhaps the Smithsonian Magazine provides the most accurate definition. Quote, Adherents of transhumanism are a movement that seeks to transform homo sapiens through tools like gene manipulation, smart drugs, and nanomedicine. They hail scientific developments as evidence that we are becoming the engineers of our own evolution. Indeed, these new technologies will serve as a specious vehicle to provide the next evolutionary step, which includes lifespan extensions up to, eventually, a thousand years. Right now in laboratories around the world, there are unified efforts on several fronts where many nations are working simultaneously to map the human brain and eventually link it to technology devices. These transhumanists claim that with the hybrid brain machine, mind-machine interface, and brain-computer interfaces, they'll soon be able to finally merge man with technology, and this explosive surge in so-called enhancement shows no sign of abating anytime soon. As I said, there's also a concerted effort for life extension underway under the guise of scientism. As I discussed in a previous broadcast, one does not have to choose between science or God. They can run concurrently, and scientific principles are mentioned in God's Word. But when science becomes an alternative path to salvation by providing vast extensions to man's lifespan or even immortality, then it's crossed the threshold of cultism by all standards. 
Now, scientism in its purest form rejects all religious, philosophical, and metaphysical claims to achieve its own definition of truth. It uses the scientific method of empiricism to forge its truth and ignores the many ancient manuscripts or oracles of God that have already revealed truth by the prophets of old. In man's pursuit for eternal life without God, there are some within the scientific community that would claim that man is on the cusp of evolving into the next phase of the evolutionary process namely the merging of man with machine. Of course, this follows on from the original lie of evolution already sown into secular society by Charles Darwin in his book, Origin of Species, published in 1859. It specifically rejected the biblical account of creation and intelligent design. By the early 1900s, the concept of Darwinism had expanded to use evolution to describe social change and eugenics theories. Now, eugenics proposed the artificial manipulation of the human gene pool via selective breeding and cleansing, as ultimately witnessed in Hitler's genocidal rampages during the Second World War. However, with today's rapid advancement in various technologies such as genetic engineering and nanotechnology, transhumanists are boldly claiming that they are now firmly in control of the evolutionary process and will direct us shortly toward the unveiling of Humanity 2.0 or Homo Nueticus. In fact, Tim Willard, managing director of the World Future Society's bi-monthly magazine called Futurists, has made several bold claims, and I will share some of these now. According to Willard, quote, a powerful biochip once surgically implanted in the brain could make it possible to program or upload an unlimited amount of information into the mind without ever having to crack a book. It will be infinitely smaller and have the capacity to carry much more information. It will have a wide range of functions that will simply boggle our minds, unquote. Friend, it sounds like something out of the Matrix movie, when Neo sat down and downloaded Kung Fu into his brain in only a few short seconds. This is no longer science fiction, friend, nor conspiracy theory. These scientists have an ardent desire, and it is published throughout scientific journals, magazines, and in the media. According to them, the golden age of scientism is about to dawn upon us. In fact, scientists are actually working on a literal man-machine interface as we speak. Willard also talks of scientists working on a human microchip, which sounds chillingly alarming, like the precursor to the mark of the beast technology mentioned in Revelation chapters 13 and 14. I quote Willard now, Most likely this chip would be planted in the back of the right hand or the left for convenience, so that it would be easy to scan at stores. It could be used as a universal identification card that would replace credit cards, passports, that sort of thing. At the supermarket checkout stand, you would simply pass your hand over the scanner and your bank account would be automatically debited. Yes, friend, scientists are working on this right now. Now, some professors have even taken on board this technology to make their students more comfortable with these impending societal changes. Professor Kevin Warwick, a British scientist and professor of cybernetics at the University of Reading in the UK, has even been microchipped for purposes of controlling his keypads, lights, and other external devices with simply the wave of his hand. I don't know if you've noticed, but your credit cards and passports have been recently upgraded to include microchips. So it looks like the microchip implant seems to be the next phase of the technocrats' plan to enhance society under the auspice of convenience and increase security for the individual. 
In another logical progression, these microchips could actually replace the need for keys in your home or your car or your workplace. Even RFID bracelets have been placed on newborns in a growing list of hospitals around the country. RFID is Radio Frequency Identification. The acronym refers to small electronic devices that consist of a small chip and an antenna. The RFID basically serves the same purpose as a magnetic strip on the back of a credit card or barcode. It provides a unique identifier for that object. And just as a barcode or magnetic strip must be scanned to get information, the RFID device must be scanned to retrieve the identifying information. However, if personal information is eventually placed on this chip, then of course our privacy will be lost forever to any scanner in our vicinity. Now, according to Ralph Vartabendian in the edition of the Bulletin, circa 1994, he says, quote, Some visionaries anticipate the day when virtually everything that moves in U.S. society, every shipping container, aircraft, car, truck, bus, tractor, and bulldozer, will contain a microchip that will track and in many cases report its location via the GPS network. And he goes on to say the GPS in the future is going to pervade everything we do and orbiting 11,000 miles above the Earth. There are 24 satellites already in place which is the heart of the surveillance and tracking system. Friend, is there no escape to this ubiquitous desire for surveillance? The loss of our privacy seems to be in direct correlation with our greater reliance on electronic devices, which are seemingly bringing us into further bondage. Once you're in the system, it seems hard to get out of it. Companies seem to be all too willing to assist us with greater levels of technology, but at the expense of our privacy. Are they really just trying to make our lives more efficient? Or do they benefit also from these infringements upon our privacy with microphones and cameras in virtually every device? These privacy infringements also seem to go hand in hand with greater measures to offset the threat of terror, whether physical or through cyberspace, which is very hard to defend against. Of course, the darkest avenue this could turn down is into the Orwellian Society of 1984, revealed in George Orwell's classic book, where Big Brother was able to maintain control over the lives of people, but it did so by abolishing all forms of personal privacy. These people were under total surveillance, but it stripped them of not only their privacy, but their freedom, wealth, and dignity. Friend, I'm sure you figured it out. This is a fascist and antichrist system concocted by a sick and twisted small ruling elite who seek to control everyone and everything in God's green earth. Not theirs, I might add. This, my friend, could well be what transpires within the tribulation period, but the church will never see the full manifestation of it, because we're the restraining influence in the earth, and it can't happen while we're still here. Man denies the Creator, seeks to live forever, and the Pandora's box of science will supposedly provide this means for immortality through life extensions, gene manipulation, increased surveillance, and the merging of man with machine. But friend... I want to warn you that this technocracy, where man evolves into his next phase of evolution, is not for the masses. No, it's only for a very small elite who can afford it. In his book, Between Two Ages, Zbigniew Brzezinski expanded upon the original idea of a technocracy, utilizing transhumanism as its vehicle to achieve its goals. 
He said, quote, The technocratic era involves the gradual appearance of a more controlled and directed society. Such a society would be dominated by an elite whose claim to political power would rest on allegedly superior scientific know-how. Unhindered by the restraints of traditional liberal values, this elite would not hesitate to achieve its political ends by using the latest modern techniques for influencing public behavior and keeping society under close surveillance and control. Friend, whilst researching this broadcast, I was alarmed at the rate at which man is trying to literally become a god in his own image, and he's using technology to do so. But I believe ultimately man's reach will exceed his grasp. Technology and scientism is forming an unholy partnership in which man is being experimented upon for the next phase of their perceived evolution, which of course is based on a lie in the first place. They claim all world religions that primitive man has ever devised are another anachronistic example of his feeble mental state as science paves the way to immortality, or at least according to them anyway. I personally believe at the very moment man will finally achieve these life extension enhancements will be the, the very moment that Christ returns for his glorious church, spoiling the transhumanist party and will jeopardize these futile efforts of sinful man seeking immortality without submitting to the Savior. Friend, I've already been enhanced. I've become born again of the incorruptible seed of the word of God. I have no need of further enhancement. This transhumanist technology I've discussed today could well serve as the foundation for the Mark of the Beast technology when the false prophet will cause all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell save he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. More about this topic another time and on another broadcast. You've been listening to Carl Joseph and the Lions Unchained podcast. Carl is a minister who has witnessed God's miraculous power to save, heal, and deliver. Carl covers topics such as geopolitics, current affairs, cults, societal trends, and end-time events, all through a biblical lens. Every Monday, new podcasts are uploaded, so stay tuned for the next opportunity to roar into victory. Check out carljosephministries.com for exciting articles, teachings, and discussion points. See you next week, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button.